Alright. Everybody can fuck off in three, two, one. Hey kids. Welcome to Welcome to the next episode of the See Ya Dude Podcast. Next episode of the See Ya Dude Podcast. Like that, Matt? Enunciation. Good <laughs> morning. I didn't realize he said anything about it. Oh, he was just saying that, like, apparently I we said... We mumble? No, he didn't say we mumble. He said, I said, see a dude so quickly, it almost see sounded dude. like... See dude? Sup dude or something like that. Yeah. But, um, for... Those watching, Matt is our is he our manager or what is he? He's our manager. I mean he's he's our <laughs> Matt. What are you? He's like I don't know. Whatever. He's like our manager. He might not even exist. We might just all be fucking crazy, and Matt is just the the our craziest our craziness like incarnate from our minds. Anyway, Matt's our manager from our glorious job of. Uh, Pumping gas, yeah. which that is a demeaning job. It is, but I mean, we are twenty years old. Yeah. Well, look, look and look. you know what? You want to know why I like that job? Like, despite the fact that like I see like people from high school That's and they're like, like, "Uh, you got tattoos and you work at a gas station now." <laughs> Last two years didn't go too good for you, buddy. <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I mean, but no. But I like it because it like. It requires zero energy and effort on my part to be good at it. So I don't have to like think and be worried about work. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it does take a lot of time out of my day, but it's mindless and I can go and do it and make my money and then be focused and thinking about other things in my day and in my yeah. life that I can be organizing during work. You know what I mean? But For if sure. I had a job that was like important to the world or to me, then like it'd be a lot more stressful, but well, I'm just trying to make some money. One know? of the things that I was thinking about um, today and I said to somebody, I was talking about like thought real estate um, and it, it it's kind of it's kind of a, a weird thing to say but the things you think about the things you spend time thinking about are really valuable so if you spend i mean i, I don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm crazy but i spend probably how how long would you say i'm you're awake for what 16 18 hours whatever yeah i mean probably closer to 20 now but yeah, yeah. so like what, let's say you know 16 hours i would say like probably 11 of those hours are consumed with thought of like content creation and music and uh you know video editing and, and audio editing and branding and all these sort of things that, that i think about and i'm just on i'm like fully encompassed into that thought right? right and that's really productive mm -hmm. it allows me even when i'm not physically doing something even when you know when i'm not editing a podcast or recording a podcast or making a video or making music when i'm not actually being productive i'm thinking about being productive and not only does it keep me in a mindset of productivity but it also allows me to analyze everything i'm doing and that's very important and when you have other things that are taking up thought real estate you sort of get distracted and that's why like recently i've just been really trying to shut out just like 
bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stuff that isn't really important. You know, it's it's very easy to get caught up in things like drama between people you know or like, oh, did you hear this person did this or whatever? And it's important to keep those things out of your mind, not only because some of those things are just petty and stupid, but they, they take up thought real estate. And I didn't realize until now that like, wow, the things you think about, you can only think about like one topic at a time, really. Right. And when you're focused on other things, it just it doesn't make for a productive life in a, in a, in a healthy mind state. So that's what I've been really focusing on recently. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think, well, I agree with you. Like, it's important to, like, keep your thoughts organized and really, like, you know, prioritize the things that you love and the Mm -hmm. things that are important to you over, like, a lot of the, you know, white noise of life. But um, uh, for me, you know, we talked about this a little bit on a previous episode. It's just a matter of, like, organizing yourself and creating a plan and separating thinking and doing you know what I yeah. mean? yeah because if you spend too much of your day just thinking about for shit, sure you're gonna lose those thoughts eventually sure. you for know sure. you only got so much storage up in there depending on i don't know your iq i guess <laughs> but you know it's an interesting thought i agree i think um yeah similar to what we talked about before you can't just think about the things you're doing because it's very easy to do that but this kind of loops back into our conversation that we had a few nights ago just like we were sitting in my car uh or whatever and we were just talking about being being a creative right Mm. and being a creative meaning you're a musician or you're a producer or you're an a, a writer or a podcaster whatever it is when you're creating what really and when I you're making a thought come to fruition exactly exactly when you're making something that didn't exist before um that is this very difficult thing it's not like other sorts of work it's not like a job that you can wake up and you're hungover and or tired or whatever and you're just in a shitty mood um it's not something that you can just force yourself to do yeah and it's 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 something that none of the answers are there like Mm -hmm. zero of the outcomes that you want exist and you have to just like it's not even figuring it out like you have to literally i mean it's in the word dude like you have to create it yeah like all of the problems all the solutions everything is like in your brain and you gotta find it mm -hmm. and it's like I mean, like musicians, like if you've ever tried to like write a song when you're just like not feeling it, oh God, it's like almost, it's like one of the worst feelings in the world when you like sit down and you're like, I want to do this, but I just like can't. Um, And it's important because sometimes there's other times where you have these creative juices that are just flowing and you can create really awesome things and you can, and you can, uh, you know, you're in the zone and stuff like that. And it's really, really important to capitalize on those moments. You know, I, I listen and watch and follow a lot of people like, like Gary Vaynerchuk and, um, Gary Vaynerchuk, if you don't know who he is, he's this dope dude you know he's not ty lopez for sure he's definitely not ty lopez but you know he's an entrepreneur and he and he like puts out content around um content or he puts out content around content and branding and things like that and one of the things he says is his whole thing is like well he doesn't really he kind of got away from that a little bit but he was just like just grind rise and grind 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 and 
I think that's very important, especially someone like him who he's, you know, he's has some, he does like motivational speaking sometimes, but like, it's very important for him to push that message to work hard because there's a lot of people out there who do what we were saying before, which is just, they think about working hard, but they don't actually execute. I think what's, uh, interesting, you know, to tie that into like being a creative is like, if you can get to a point where you can like start to make mental notes and create without, I don't know, like your setup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you probably see videos in your head like all the fucking time all at time, this point. Yeah. And songs and music, drum beats, all that shit. Yeah. If you can like actually start to make mental notes and get really sharp and remember that. Like I've written songs and harmonies and stuff like that and gone home and figured them out later. For sure. Um, and it's like it's weird and kind of difficult. And sometimes like I'll like be singing something in my brain and I'll find out that there are not notes that exist that can make what I'm trying to do happen. Mm-hmm. And it's really frustrating. But like I think if it's sounds like some Brian Wilson shit right there. Carl. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> Hearing it's weird. Songs in but, your head. I, I, you know, I think it's very cool to be able to like see something in your head and remember that and keep it locked in so vividly that you can just like come back to that thought later like it's in storage or something like that and then make it happen so that was i mean that's where technology plays a big part in my creative process like if i have an idea for a video before i would like oh this is a cool idea for a video i better remember that and then i'd lose it you know Mm -hmm. and so now i anytime i have an idea for video even if i even if i think it's only kind of good even if it's just the beginning of a video i always write it in my notes like i have a huge list of video ideas same thing with like songs if you go through my voice memos yeah i was gonna say say the same thing like i started just like singing everything in my voice i mean even if it's like really shitty like i'll just hum it and like so you just remember it i mean like i have i have a ton of voice memos of me just like in my car you can hear like all the cars going by and it's just like whatever and it's just like but you need to get those things out in order to come back to them and that Mm -hmm. is similar what you like learning how to do that being a creative it's almost this was the the point that we made when we were in the car talking about this was you have to train yourself to be productive in this it's not something that you can just like do or or you have to you have to you know you have to train yourself to create those um mindsets of like where the where the creative juices are flowing you have to you have to learn how to create those moments or maybe if you can't learn to create them you have to learn how to ring them for everything they're worth you have to learn how to capitalize on them and so what i was going to say before you rudely interrupted me (laughs) um was uh gary vanderchuk talks a lot about like rise and grind and just grind every day and do every day work, 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 which is important because that's what you need to tell people to get them off their ass, which is true. But what I think, you know, he might even know this and maybe just not say it, but like, it's not, I don't think it's a matter of like forcing yourself to work all the time because I think that's um, in, in the creative space, you can't force yourself to work all the time because you'll just burn yourself out right. and you, you'll make shitty product. And, but it's important to take any moment you have, any creative spark, you need to maximize that. And that could be one hour, and it could be 48 hours. Right. But you, as, as soon as you have those creative juices, you need to be able to execute. And I just think that's so important. It's something I'm trying to learn how to do, and you're trying to learn how to do it as well. Right. I mean, another thing, I have, a, I have a friend at school, actually plenty of friends at school that like spent 
there last summer, um, like just, you know, we all thoroughly learned like the different digital digital audio workstations, and like they spent the last summer like forcing themselves to like make a new track every single day, and like obviously ninety percent of them are gonna be like shit, right? Yeah. But like, it helped them like tailor their creative sure selves to come out more often you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then like at that point it just becomes like a regular thing like you just go home from like a shift at work and you're just like your brain just like wants to mm-hmm. wants to create you know and it's very difficult to get to that point because you know we're all i guess amateurs right yep. and trying to get ourselves to a point where like we can just go home and make like the best song we've ever written yeah you know what i mean it's hard like you said earlier so it's just about training yourself as an artist you it's know what i mean and training yourself not just as an artist because i'm talking specifically about like music but like in any sort of i guess creative field you just have to train yourself to be like very productive at it i yeah. mean i guess that's like anything really if you're new to For something sure. and you're uncomfortable with it then you have to move in that direction to being an expert Ten thousand hours malcolm yeah. gladwell type yeah. shit yeah i mean with that like hulk going home and creating a song every day i do think there's value in that i think you gain value of like if you don't know for this DAWs you pr- the after that summer they probably know those things inside out and backwards right but also like you said um, it's like habit forming you know I don't know who said it maybe it was Gladwell that's his name right yeah yeah maybe it was him maybe it was somebody else said it takes 30 days of doing something like consecutively to for it to become habit mm-hmm. um, so it's you know and if you can create that habit of being creative um, then, then you're, you're, you got a leg up on a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's obviously like, it's not a fact of, of life. Like it could be different. It might take you like four months of doing something every yeah. single day, but like it's worth a shot. You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to be good at something, like don't just like go and tell your friends like, Oh, I really wish I was good at this, good at that. Yeah. I, I wish I could produce a song every single day. Like, dude, just start fucking doing it. Like, if, and if you, for seven days, like you start doing that and you find out that you just did the same song seven times at different tempos and you're like, shit, why'd I do that? doesn't matter. You're still practicing. You know sure. what I mean? It's like, you know, just, just do it, man. Do it. Just do it. Um, yeah, man, dude, being being a creative is just one of those things that is so draining as well, because it's like, also hard to be confident. But you know, yes, it is hard. To, I mean, it is hard to be confident well, because it's like you're not getting validated by anybody except yourself and like your mom. Yeah, I mean that's the that's a, the thing was like, like when you have a job, you. Even if you have a job off like commission, right? That's validation. Like I sold, if you're a real estate agent, I sold this property, I got the money for it, bam, validation. I'm confident in my ability to sell homes because I do it every day. But not only is it hard because you're not getting validation from others, but it's also hard because as a creative, you can always be better. And I think people who are like, mad confident in their in their art form are probably really shitty yeah so or destined to be 
at the same level they are at for the rest of their life because you need to like if you think that what you just put out is the best thing that you could have put out you're you're losing well like then it's like why would you continue to put out music because you know what i'm saying well like no but if you think that's the best you will ever do why would you why would you continue to put out music like that's like it's an unhealthy mentality to have you know what i mean you you need to keep like climbing you know you need to keep shooting to be new and different and you know what like that's kind of I wonder if, like, that's the way Kendrick thinks, you know, because he puts out, like, amazing records. And every single record, he's got to have, like, half his fans be like, yo, this is the best thing he ever put out. Maybe that's why his records are so fucking, like, opposite of each other every single time. Because it's like he does something near perfect every Hmm. single time. And he just needs to, like, all right, well, I did this. Time to, like, really throw him for a loop this time. It's like he's running out of shit. He's about to put out... 80, an 80s pop record, dude. I mean, he said that Damn was a um, combination of all his albums. Yeah. No, I read that. But I don't necessarily like that interview because it was literally like three weeks after Damn came out. And they're like, what's your favorite record? And he's like, Damn. Well, what's he going to say? Good Kid, Mad City? Like, he's trying to sell Damn. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> like a, you need to ask him this question in 15 years. Yeah. Like, you can't be like... So Damn just came out, and it's blowing up right now. What's your favorite record? I actually fucking hate Damn. <laughs> I really, really like Section 80, Section 80 though. Like, no. Mm-hmm. It's a dumb question. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Dude, so have you heard the new Mac Miller songs? I have, um, but at work, you know, and I wasn't listening to them all that much. I do have a favorite, but what are the names of all three of them? Um, Small World. Small World is my buttons, favorite. Buttons and programs you like small world mm-hmm. the best and well i like small the world, world is so small till it ain't he has a weird voice oh. in that uh, might be buttons i don't know i just I I, i've listened to all three of them like one two three at work while i was not focused on them gotcha. so you know but i did like them um the small worlds one i i wasn't super crazy about it um but i mean the one thing i noticed and uh I don't know if this like transcends to more than just like the people we talk to in our friend group, but it's like Sad Mac is back. Like when he put out uh, watching movies with the sound off. I mean, that's a fucking depressing ass album. Yeah. And like, you know, I mean, the the dude was like addicted to drugs and having a you know hard time. And then he put out Good AM, which was like had some sad tracks on it, but like you know, he he you could tell he was like in a better spot. And then you know, Divine Feminine, you could tell he was just, you know. On top of the world. He was swimming in pussy, dude. He was swimming in that Ariana Grande pussy. So how how could you not be happy? True. Um, Facts. <laughs> and then, uh, and now, I guess, I am not one to be caught up in celebrity relationship drama, but I have such a soft spot in my heart for Mac Miller, and I also really like Ariana Grande. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. No, we were, we were all rooting for him, because the dude's like, you know, a little chunky, and he, he's not, like, great-looking. He's just insanely talented, and he yeah. won, dude. He did what every man wants <laughs> in this world, you know? To date Ariana Grande. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, God, Lena's going to give me so much shit. Why? <laughs> She's going to listen to this and be like, you guys are fucking stupid. Um, you but, don't know, Lena. But Ariana Grande <laughs> is a goddess. <laughs> 
Um, been saying that since the victorious days, dude. That's Day right. One. That's right. <laughs> when she had no, red like, hair. Uh, it's <laughs> it's just it's cool because like I'm a big fan of of Mac Miller, and honestly, like I didn't have a face for Pete Davidson's name, but like. Or I guess I didn't have the name for Pete Davidson's face, but like he's a funny ass dude. Like they're both very cool people. Pete Davidson is the new boyfriend of Ariana Grande. Yeah, dude, yeah. we're we're like TMZ right now. I know. It's <laughs> d- oh God! Now that you said that, let's like m- let's go back to his music. Mac Miller. So I here here's why I like Mac Miller a lot. It's because when I first discovered him, we were in ninth grade, just like smoking a lot of weed, being delinquents. Mm-hmm. And Mac came out with shit like Macadelic. And that was the perfect thing for us at the moment. Mm-hmm. Because it was like happy-go-lucky, get stoned and be a stupid kid kind of music. And that's what he made. And then as we grew older, he also grew. And right. like it seemed like... When did watching movies come out? Well, what grade okay, were we so in? when we were, he was working on it when we were in that phase, right? Uh, like when we were watching Mac, D- Mac Miller and the Most Dope Family on MTV2 in ninth grade, like that show was about him moving to LA with his friends in a big empty mansion working on his album. The yeah. album he was working on was watching movies, which it's kind of interesting to go, go back and look at that show because he fucking hated that and he signed a contract for two seasons of it and he like, like, I mean... He wanted to kill the camera crew. He hates. I them. don't remember. I where can you watch it? I, I mean, I remember watching. I watched it, like, every single episode on YouTube, and they had to like mirror the screen and flip it. So all anytime writing came on the screen, it was backwards. Yeah. and all this shit because I didn't have MTV two at the time. I probably still don't. Who the fuck cares about MTV two? But it's a really funny ass show. But you can get them all on YouTube. Um. But so what I was saying was like he grew with us, and like went to the point where. He started putting out better music and like, and we, you know, as we grew into, you know, becoming more musically inclined and appreciating like better music, I feel like then he started coming out with stuff like Divine Feminine, Divine Feminine and like Divine Feminine, that's like a, like a jazzy ass album. Not like, yeah, I mean, it's groovy for sure. I guess jazzy is the wrong word. Well, no, I mean, it like definitely like you can see the influence for it sure just, it, the, the divine feminine was like something that like we would fuck with right now macadelic was something we would fuck with when it was you know coming out and then also like you know watching movies and good am was stuff that we would fuck with when that came out it just seems like he sort of coincidentally grew with us and that's why i have such right. like a pre- an appreciation for mac the the interesting thing also is that well i i can't speak for anybody else but i don't think he's any of our like favorite artists like, but the thing is is like i no. can I, there isn't like a project that i can pull out from mac and be like yeah that was bad or i don't like that like he's always putting out like Good shit. Solid music. Mm-hmm. You know, I always am entertained by the guy. Yeah, I would never say he's the goat or he's like my. Fa- yeah, he was not my. He's not my favorite in the world. But but like yeah, there's nothing out that he puts out that I'm like that's trash. Right. It's just solid shit. Uh, go you know Mac Miller. W- yeah. Go Mac Miller. I. You know. Do you ever think he will hit like mainstream like rock star level status? Because I feel like he has like some really big songs. Like obviously like Donald Trump off of blue slide is like huge and is that like, off blue slide yeah i'm pretty sure no 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 no, 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 no. no. i guess it was before it no donald trump was a single that he put out right 
But Blue Slide Park's a cool album. But like, I and mean like Party on Fifth Ave is like pretty big. But like, I feel like he has not hit like. I don't know. He well, doesn't. I don't he doesn't have like Rockstar by Post Malone or something like that. Yeah, but you know I don't I mean? think he wants it because well, here's uh, the, he, it's not here's a matter why. of wanting it or not. It's not up to him. No, no, it is. Here's why. Here's why. Um, one of the things he said, one of his lines in um, the new song that he put out uh, on on programs, it was like, "They gave me the key to the sky, but I'd rather open my eyes. That's how I'm gonna stay alive," or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think what that means is like, he knows how to make hits. Like, I mean, he's made hits at 18 years old. He was making stuff like Blue Slide with a like, party on Fifth Ave that, like, everybody was fucking with, right? Sure. And he knows how to do that. But I think he's choosing to make music that's a little more artistic. And not to say that, like, pop music isn't artistic, but, like, he's choosing to not reach for that just superstar mainstream um kind of music and he wants to just you know i'm gonna make the shit that like i want and i think is really dope yeah but it's still not up to him it still could blow up that's what i'm saying is like i mean like dang right song's Dang's fucking great, great song right i mean that's a that's a pretty fucking big song i mean yeah yes it is it's just i feel like when people like, I would love to see someday. I mean, we've talked about it multiple times, and, that you know, I think the whole GOAT conversation is fucking dumb. But I would like to see someday, because I'm a fan of his, I'd like to see him be lumped into that conversation and be considered mm. that, you know? And I feel like for that to happen, he almost just, like, kind of needs to reach that level of superstardom that I feel like he hasn't reached. I don't know if and he I hasn't don't know, reached it, dude. And I, I think don't, he's really big. I don't he's, know, dude. Dude, he's a really big artist. Well, like, yeah, comparatively, but like, he's not as big as like Logic is right now. He's not as big as. I would like, disagree with that. I think there's. I think. I mean, well, let's we'll, we'll fact check it. I mean, we'll fuck. We need something to look shit up I with. Mean, we have a computer. It's recording. I don't want to mess it up. But anyway, like, if we look at like his Spotify plays, like. Logic's newest stuff probably has the same amount of plays as Mac Miller's song with the most plays from all of his repertoire. I would be willing to say that. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, it's, you know, like what you said, maybe he's not putting in a lot of effort to like make, make that happen. Songs. You know what I mean? He also like, I Mac's, not, Mac's not a celebrity. He's just a musician. I think yeah. that might be it. You know? Logic is like a huge celebrity. He loves like well, he get, the fans yeah. and like doing like I don't know like hot ones and shit like that. You know, like yeah, m- like Logic's like a very he's living. He's a celebrity. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Mac but is very. I mean, Mac. The Mac's only time like, Mac became a celebrity was when he was dating Ariana Grande. Yeah. Other than that, he kind of just like stayed in his wheelhouse and just yeah, he just made music. So that's probably why. If if. That's I mean, probably I the mean when of my I thoughts. mean when you get famous, would you want to be a celebrity or would you want to be like Mac Miller and just make music? No, I mean I've always said my end game is like respect from other musicians. I don't really give a fuck if like TMZ follows me around or some dumb shit like that. You know, like I really would love like you know, like right now, like Kevin Parker, right? You know, obviously, I talk about Tame Impala and Kevin Parker a lot. It's just like he's at a level now where like everybody's like, that guy will make your record fucking amazing yeah. if you work with him. Yeah. That's amazing to me. Cause it's like 
Tame Impala is like not that big. Like they don't even have a million followers on Instagram. Like not even a million. But like realistically, like yeah. it's, you know, Currents obviously is like huge, and everybody knows like if, you know, let it happen. Or I'm sorry, uh, less I know the better. Um, but like he's putting out an album with SZA next year. Is he really? Yeah, with SZA and Mark Ronson. It's going to be fucking ridiculous. SZA was like they asked her what genre it was and she's like I I can't even say that. It'll just take away from the album. It's weird. <laughs> that's such a good answer. Right. And like that's so cool. Like he helped produce uh I believe he helped produce part of Caliucci's new album which I wasn't a big fan of, but you know, he helped uh Uptown Special. Uptown something, whatever. Mark Ronson's album that, like, Bruno's on. He helped that out. Like, he just does so much work with musicians, and I think that's really cool. Like, he's he is, like, the artist to collaborate collaborate with right now. And I think that's really cool. I think that's a very good goal. I think that's something that I also like and, like, you know, want. However, like, I don't... I mean... I don't think it's like, yes, respect from other musicians, but I think it's respect from your own community. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather have, I'd rather have 10,000 fans that are like, this dude is the motherfucking shit. I love everything he does. I respect him as a human. I just like love him. Right. As opposed to have a ton of fans who might only like one or two things. Like, well, yeah, you I love agree. Kevin Parker mm-hmm. and like, you love all his albums and anything he does just like you said, you're like, this is going to be the shit because Kevin Parker is on it. I would rather that sort of status. And I, I, I think everybody wants that. Um, yeah. I think everybody, but everybody was like, you know, they want those numbers. They want the high numbers. Yeah. But I mean, me, I, I'm, I'm like, my ambitions lie a lot, a little different than yours. Like you want to, you want to do music. Like that's all, I mean, that's all you want to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But me, I mean, me, I, I have... I have other passions besides just music. I mean, music is my biggest passion. Like, I love music, but, like, I mainly, the reason I love music so much, mainly, is because I like performing. Yeah, like, well, see, that's the thing is, like, you, you and oh, I are I interesting because what? I miss performing. You miss performing. Yeah, I mean, well, like, the thing is, is, is performing is so fun, but I, like, performing with Olympic formal kind of sucked because I hate having to sit down behind a goddamn piano fucking sucks i want to that's why play I don't, guitar and sing that's why i don't like that's why i don't like playing the drums right like you want to wanna get up and wanna actually, run around you want to perform you know yeah. like we like you know you and i recognize when somebody puts on a really good performance yeah. being compared to a really shitty performance and i feel like because where we're at it as musicians just like our instruments that we play are very boring to fucking watch yeah. well actually drums is pretty fucking fun to watch if you're like intently watching a drummer and he's killing it that's kind of awesome but like do, what, who wants to watch a dude just sit there and play piano it's like typing on a fucking computer i mean you like watching robert glasper not really i like his music but was- like watching him kind of sucks yeah. I was staring at the sax player the whole time when yeah. we saw his his, uh, his thing. Yeah. I mean, look, when it comes down to it, like, people people talk about, like, just do it for the love of music, man. I don't think, I don't think people would put out music and pursue the things that they do if they didn't love performing. 
Um, I, I think performing is one of the most amazing things that you can experience. For some people, they hate it because like they're shy or they don't want to be in front of people. But like, just even simple stuff. Like, dude, we're not obviously we're not big. We ten people listen to our podcast. I could probably name them all, but like some of the dopest feelings are like when we did that truck show last year and we, when there was like 150, 200 people in the crowd and just like yeah. having them all just like scream, just like in excitement for something that we were you created, do. you're doing. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it might be selfish. It might be an ego stroke, but it's like, damn, these people are, are like having a, an amazing time from watching me have fun. And it's right. just a dope feeling, dude. Mm-hmm. It's just dope. It is. It is. I, you know, so to answer your question, the original question was like fame or, or what the fuck? Like, do yeah. you want to be a celebrity or whatever shit? And my answer is no, I guess. Like, I, if I, for some reason, did something that blew up and like paparazzi start following me around, I mean, I guess you just got to embrace it. You know what I mean? But like. I just want enough fans to be able to go on tour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I can go on tour and start playing clubs like the Troc well, and stuff like that, that's like awesome. You, you also know? have to realize you don't make the kind of music that TMZ would be interested in. Right. Like, well, dude, TMZ, TMZ looks for like superstars, pop right. stars, people exactly. who make pop music. We don't make pop music. Mm-hmm. Like we make weird music. Weird. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, your music is a little. I mean, my music's weird too, but like, I, I, like, they're never gonna follow around Thundercat, but Thundercat no. is like pretty fucking big. Yeah, they and they didn't like we said. Mac Miller is huge, and they still never followed him around until he started dating Ariana Grande. Right. So like, it's weird. It's a weird thing. What makes people like all out celebrities? You know what I mean? Because like, I don't think anybody the wants TMZ following them. Suck. But anyway. Um, we're just about out of time. In fact, we are out of time. This has been our lowest energy podcast yet. However, quite interesting. Yeah. I believe. Um, shout out to all, all the listeners. Cause people actually been coming up to us and being like, yo, I, I fuck with the podcast and, and, and and expressing a little bit of, uh, a little bit of interest. Maybe we'll start, maybe not going to say guarantee, but maybe we should, uh, Work on like putting out like more clip videos of like just like maybe one minute, three minute, five minute yeah. chunks. But you know, I just po- obviously uh, yeah. this po- podcast is for fun. It's kind of on the back burner for both of us. It's just something to do and like put out more like shit. It. So maybe not put in that effort. But no, we, I mean we can make put out more clips. But actually, this I mean this is similar to what we were talking about with um playing a show and having people like have fun at your oh, show. Yeah, exactly. Th- like having someone come up to you and be like. Yo, like I fuck with your podcast. Like Carl said, this is like, and like we're just doing this for fun. We're just like, this is just awesome for us. And like, I don't give a fuck if anybody listens to this, but to have someone be like, yo, I I really like your podcast. It's very interesting. It's very entertaining. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. You sure? (laughs) Are you sure? Did you listen to the right podcast? Suckers. (laughs) No, just kidding. Thank you, everybody. Anybody that does find entertainment in us talking. You guys are cool people. Anyway, see you, dude. See you, dude.